0: For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit ExMormonFiles.com. That's ExMormonFiles.com. And now, here's Earl.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Ex-Mormon Files here in the heart of Salt Lake City. I'm your host, Bishop Earl. I appreciate you spending some of your time with us today to, to, uh, to watch this interview, and hopefully you'll learn something. You know... The LDS people come from different backgrounds sometimes, and we have a most interesting guest tonight, today, who's, uh, who's going to share her story. She's 91 years old, and we appreciate her coming. Her name's Myrna Turkelson, and we appreciate you coming and sharing your story. Thank you. You were actually not born in the church, is that right? Oh, No where were you where were you born and what religion were you in initially? I was
2: born in Ohio and basically my most of my family are Methodist. Oh okay. Uh, there's a few Roman Catholics and Lutherans and different ones. Yeah. But most of, mostly that we were Methodist. Okay.
1: And I know you told me a little earlier that you'd about 12 years old you got your hands on a Bible. And you started reading that, and that meant right. a lot to you at that
2: time, right? I love to read; I always have. So yeah. I've been a very good reader. Yeah, and I've read the Bible back and forth so oh, so wow. many times.
1: Yeah, and so and I know you also joined the military. This was back during World War II, right? Stationed in Washington D.C. Is that right? Right. So tell us about that. I was. That.
2: I lived in Washington D.C. I worked there before the war before the um, at the start of the war okay. I was in DC yeah. and um, uh, I lived in Virginia for a while mm. and then I went into the military and I served in New York for a while and then in New York City
1: yeah.
2: and, um, and
1: this is where a husband comes along is that and right then,
2: <laughs> uh, I went into the big city. For a pro, uh, little program that we were going to, eight of us girls. And uh, there I met my husband. And he's a Salt Lake boy, is he? And Was he? Uh, uh, we got acquainted the first day we met, and the next day he asked me to marry him. <laughs> Not <And, laughs> well, uh, at first sight, huh? Well, he always said he just knew that the Lord put us together. Wow. I don't know, (laughs) but uh, I was quite taken back because I didn't know a thing about Mormons.
1: He had told you he was Mormon.
2: He told me he was Mormon, and I didn't know a single thing about Mormons, except what the preachers back east had spoken of, and I thought... Uh, That
1: probably wasn't very flattering, was uh, it?
2: That was most unflattering. (laughs) Okay. And so... um, he, uh, I asked him a couple of questions and I realized that he didn't really know his religion either. Oh And yeah, uh, of course he was young. But it's interesting to find out after I came out here and I realized a lot of people say they're Mormon but they don't really know anything about it.
1: I found that's true too. Why they, do you think that is?
2: I don't know. They just are so spoon-fed that they don't really ever read anything. Yeah. They never, my husband never uh, sat down and thought about it.
1: But he knew the church was true. He
2: just, well... He just
1: knew it was true, but not because of because knowledge. Because
2: his grandmother said it was true and his mother said it was true, so, <laughs> so it was true has to, to be him. has true.
1: I, I'm afraid I may have fallen into that same category, however. But um, so, how long were you out there in New York with with him, and did you marry out there? then? No, uh,
2: not very long after we met. I was transferred. The, I was in the medical corps, oh. and so they transferred me to the Bethesda, Maryland. Naval Hospital. Oh, yeah, Bethesda. And that's where I served the rest of my time. Okay. And uh, doing nursing and so forth at, at uh, Bethesda. Yeah. And uh, then we were married in Maryland. Okay. Honeymooned in Ohio and came to Utah. Okay.
1: And that's when the journey begins. And you're still now, you're still not a Mormon at this point.
2: No, I. I tried, I really became a Mormon in the things that I did, and the things that. Um, and I'm sure that most people would say, yes, I had a testimony of the gospel. Yeah. But I knew it wasn't a gospel of Jesus Christ. I've got a testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ, have uh, all my life.
1: But But not this Gospel of Joseph Smith, I just never
2: could quite get the Gospel of Joseph Smith to fit into that pattern.
1: And yet you you did eventually join the church within five years or so. Five years
2: after we were married, then I joined the church, and about a year and a half later went to the temple.
1: Now, I think it was interesting, you, you were explaining earlier about the missionaries who came to teach you.
2: Well, the missionaries the first ones were younger and they didn't know how to answer my questions because I kept asking questions about the Bible and how it fit in with Mormonism. Yeah. And um, finally they sent two older missionaries <laughs> and they really didn't know any more about it than the younger ones. And um, I guess I just asked questions that they never had encountered anything like that.
1: Yeah, pe- somebody that had actually done some reading and
2: studying. Right. Yeah. And uh, then I did a comparison study on um, Jesus um, Jesus of Nazareth by Harry Emerson Fosdick. Mm. And um, then James E. Talmage wrote... Uh, one. Jesus the Christ. Jesus the Christ. And by doing a total comparison of those two and realizing how the people lived in Jesus' day, the different homes and the different kinds of situations that they lived in, as compared to what Joseph Smith was teaching, (laughs) and Jesus wasn't a brother no. And so I, I had quite a time because I never had anybody I could talk to. Um, all of my husband, I have no people here of my own. Yeah. All of my husband's people were Mormons, so. So when you
1: raise these questions, there really weren't probably very good answers for, but, for what uh, you
2: it was a beautiful study
1: yeah. on those books. Well, you joined the church, and then within a year or so, or about a year after, you get married in the temple. And then you're a faithful temple recommend holder for, for years well, we or years. we went
2: to the temple every Tuesday night for a yeah. long time. Mm-hmm. And um, very faithful, paid our tithing, did everything just for, according to
1: yeah.
2: the standard rules. Well, that must have been difficult in some way for you to have this knowledge
1: of Jesus. And you, did you appreciate him as God? And did you understand
2: grace and works at that point? Um, all of my personal private prayers were to Jesus. Um, and it was simply a, a matter of acknowledging a prayer that my fam- any member of the family would say. Yeah. And it, w- it was a very difficult... It must have been. ...situation. It, the, I have not been happy with the situation. I've always felt like a hypocrite.
1: Knowing one thing and trying to live a...
2: Knowing one thing way. and trying to live a different way yeah. to please him. But I well, <coughs> I don't believe in divorce in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Well, and, and you were respectful
1: of him. And,
2: and I was so yeah. respectful of him. Yeah, and I tried to do what he said was right.
1: Yeah. Um, gosh, there's so many things to ask. Are you uh, so? Did you ever share any of these things with him? Did he was he willing to? I
2: tried from time to time, but he didn't want to hear it. No. He simply wouldn't acknowledge any of it.
1: Yeah. And, and so you weren't able to share, and you raised your children in the church, and...
2: Um, I raised the children in the church um, as much as I had to. Yeah. None of them are in the church now. Oh,
1: really? They've all...
2: And uh, there's only, as far as I know, there's only two grandchildren that are in.
1: Oh, that are still active in the church? And.
2: Uh, the one grandson is just very, very LDS uh-huh. and the other one is <laughs> kind of in between.
1: Well, what do you think the, the Mormons most misunderstand about Christians? Pardon me? What do Mormons most misunderstand about Christians, do you think?
2: I th- Personally, I think the Mormons are so spoon-fed the gospel of, jo- of Joseph Smith, they don't even recognize Christ. They don't know who Christ is.
1: And yet they say they believe in Jesus. But they don't. But they don't understand really who he is, do they?
2: You know, it's like on Fast and Testimony Day, they all get up and say basically the same thing. <laughs> and About
1: Joseph Smith and the church and uh, the prophet. Right.
2: And, and yeah. they, and the children sit there and listen to that.
1: Yeah.
2: And, um, I love teaching, and I used to take jobs teaching in the church. Yeah, But um, Society, I had to be or? more than careful what I said. <laughs> I bet.
1: Well, now, you used to bear your testimony, though, at uh, church. Yes, I did. Yeah. Again, did you have that feeling of, or did you share Jesus kind of at that time, or did you were you caref- um, there, careful with what you said?
2: There were a few times that I... Um, Referred to Jesus, and uh, I had one bishop that said, "Oh, you and your Pentecostal ways." Oh, really? <laughs> and uh, I kind of got a kick out of that a because little
1: rebellious I, there or something, huh? Right.
2: He didn't want me to uh, say much about Jesus in front of
1: the people in the ward. Yeah, and I know you've you've studied. So the Bible's always meant something important to you, hasn't it? Right. Yeah. Did you read the
2: Mormon, the Book of Mormon, and the I read the Book of Mormon, Doctrine and Covenants, all four. Yeah. And my husband bought a quad. As a matter of fact, I had two. I had a big one <laughs> at home and a small one I carried in to church. Huh?
1: Did you ever pray about the Book of Mormon? Did you ever feel like it was?
2: I prayed to be shown the truth. Yeah. Because Jesus said, if we know the truth, the truth will make us free. Yeah. So I tried to follow Jesus. It's, it's been very difficult.
1: Well, you know, it's interesting you say what you did about Jesus and the way the Mormons look at Jesus. But we've had so many people on the show that even though Mormons say they believe in Jesus. Every one of these people we've interviewed say they now believe in a different Jesus. Well, that uh, The Mormons don't
2: know Jesus like we do. Well, explain that just a little bit. Uh, what do you... The Mormons think of Jesus as just another person, a, a brother. Yeah. They don't...
1: He was just born first, They don't right?
2: give him any honor for any being a god yeah they don't believe that he's god they
1: believe he is a god but not that he is god
2: right yeah and their belief that they can become gods and have marriages in the hereafter and have children and all of these things i It just isn't in the Bible, so it isn't
1: true. What did you think of that the first time you heard that, that you could become a god?
2: Well, it's just like the first time I went to the temple. I thought, where do they come up with this? (laughs) Then I thought, no, my uncles are all masons, and Joseph Smith and Brigham Young were both 32nd degree masons. And I thought, "Uh uh-huh, so that fits.
1: Yeah, that was a big shock to me. When I went in and looked at masonry in the, in, on the internet, and I found all the signs and tokens and handshakes and wording, was, was all the same as the temple ceremony. See, I
2: went to the temple when they wore the old garments that from, came from, down here and yeah, down to the ankles and yeah, tied down and tied the front. Down. And we did all the signs and everything. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, you
1: took your own l- garments off and put new ones on, right, right. for the temple.
2: So it, it was just unreal.
1: So your your uncles were Masons? Had they ever shared anything? Or, I mean, did you know, would, did they ever say anything about the temple, the woman temple? Occasionally,
2: we would discuss it. I've always been the inquisitive one, asking too many questions. Yeah, that sounds
1: like, that's dangerous, isn't it? <laughs> and so you you asked them about some things and mm-hmm. yeah oh well it's it's interesting that you would i mean to it's very respectful of you to have, have felt that way about your husband and s- stayed with him um all those years how many you
2: were 61, 61 years 61
1: years and yet you knew that there was something wrong with the church right and he wasn't willing to ever look at that with you i guess no. and so you're just... Not a, at all. ...stay the dutiful wife. and Now, he's passed away. Yeah. How long ago was that? Pardon me? When did he pass away?
2: In 06. 06. be nine um, years in November.
1: Yeah. So what have you done now in the last nine years or so
2: with, with religion? And <sighs> Mostly just tried to synchronize everything that's been... Laying <laughs> on the shelf, if you will, yeah. all those years.
1: Have you learned new things re- recently, or? But I realize? have been
2: reading uh, the Bible a lot more. Have you? And uh, I read everything. <laughs> I I have hundreds of books.
1: Yeah, you you said you you really like to read. Yeah. You've read church books, I guess, over the years.
2: Yeah. And oh yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I've read uh, most of the um, LDS church books, and uh, I've read all kinds of church books, all of the different denominations. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I went to the University of Utah Library at one time and got a book that, uh, it was called The Ten Most Something religions in America, the most prominent mm. religions in America. Yeah. And uh, so I began, one by one, studying all about them.
1: <laughs> and Mormonism, I guess, was one of those. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting, too, you mentioned hypocrisy, and I know what Jesus said about hypocrites in the Bible. And I think that was one of the things that started bothering me most when I started learning about uh the Book of Abraham and uh, the oh. different versions of the first vision and things that really started troubling me, mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, I can't, I can't be a hypocrite. I just can't sit here, knowing one thing and, and acting like I believe something else. It it, it became very difficult for me. You you found that true too, I guess. And
2: and if your sweet wife hadn't gone along with you, then you would have been in a situation where you had to make some choices.
1: That would have been very tough. I, I was prepared to do probably most anything, I suppose. I don't know how long that would have lasted, but uh, yeah. yeah, you know Carla. And, and I'm so grateful that she was willing to to um, look and start learning and studying and came to the same
2: conclusion. Well, you conclusion. know, most Mormons are not thinkers. They don't think things through. Yeah. They don't take a scripture and really study it or really think it through. Well, that's, It's and, so funny uh, to say that. If I were to talk to Mormons today to tell them to change their lives, I would tell them in a heartbeat to get out of the Mormon church and... <laughs>
1: And to study a little, huh?
2: To study stage? study the Bible yeah. so that they know they're saved and that they're going to heaven.
1: Hmm. Well, it's funny. I We've spent in, in my Bible, um, in my church that I go to, we've spent about two years in John. And I know the Mormon church t- t- uh, studies the New Testament, but every four years or so, and then they go through it in a few months, you know, or I guess in 12 months. So it's not a very in-depth study, is it? Right. (laughs) It isn't. No.
2: And usually you don't have a really good teacher because most of the, at least I have found, uh, that most of the Mormon teachers just kind of follow what... Yeah is laid out for them well, to sure. teach, and yeah. and they don't really think about it. They don't really get into the heart and soul of what they're teaching.
1: Well, I'm sure there's many different different teachers, but I know that there were some that do Saturday night study and Sunday mornings before their lesson, and that's about it. They don't do any really in-depth study, and like you say, it covers chapters at, at a time, so... So they're not really in-depth study. Well, so you, you say th- um, having m- members be critical in their thinking, and you know, I, I know Lynn Wilder I don't know if you know her name. Pardon Lynn me? Wilder. Oh yeah. she was a BYU professor, but she said that uh, people will spend time studying critically uh, things like biology and math and, and history and so on, but when it comes to religion, there's no critical thinking. That's right. Yeah. That is
2: so right.
1: Yeah. it's kind of what you're saying about study. So you've done that your whole life. And uh, what would you uh, do? Would you do anything differently at this point? I mean, looking back on, on... your life, and looking so on. back,
2: yeah. Would there be anything that I wish I had done differently? Yeah. Oh yes. Well, I don't. You don't need to
1: enumerate everything, but as far as the church is concerned, would you have encouraged your kids to to go to a Christian church? Well, or?
2: I I still say that I went to church. I did what I was supposed to do yeah. to honor my husband and and our marriage.
1: Yeah
2: and um do you think there are other lds women that have
1: kind of go that have gone through or go through what you're what you've been through
2: far more than you could imagine really far more just being dutiful wives they you know women do talk when they get together and they do exchange sometimes little secrets from their households and so yeah. forth and there are many, many, many unhappy women in the Mormon Church. Wow, and that's without polygamy. <laughs> right? Can you
1: imagine if that was added to the mix? Like, well, like my some husband's
2: have. some of my husband's people, um, his grandparents and so forth, were polygamists, and so I have heard some firsthand stories from some of them, and. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That must have been a terrible, terrible way to live. Yeah, I wish all of the more uh, polygamous women would just walk away from their husbands today.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would all the abuse and everything that goes along with
2: with. Well, that. the abuse to the children. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, um, I guess a couple of last minute questions. Uh, you've been able to share with your children, I guess, how you feel about the Bible and Jesus. Oh yes. And are they have they been respectful of you, or are they okay yes, with? Yes, they yeah.
2: have been very respectful, and uh, as a matter of fact, uh, they pretty much all have the same attitude. Well, Mama, whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, tell us a little bit about your relationship with Jesus now. With Jesus. Yeah. I pray almost constantly. I read my scriptures by the hour, mm-hmm. and I read um, books such as Days of Praise and little tiny pamphlets and books that are put out by other religions. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm a, a person that compares everything I read, and then I go to the Bible to make sure it's right. And yeah.
1: I wish Mormons would do that more, compare it to the Bible.
2: Well, actually, if when I read the Book of Abraham, I was so disgusted, because that's not right. No. And uh, there were so many times trying to live up to what my husband wanted me to be, yeah. that I felt discouraged and disgusted, mm. because I knew it wasn't right.
1: Had you heard that the church got the papyrus back in 1967? Yes. Had you heard that? Yes, I, I heard. were aware of that. I don't know why. I, I, I was on my mission then, so I don't know if that's why I didn't ever hear about it. But it's just interesting that uh, what that's proven, you know, and uh, that it has nothing to do
2: with Abraham. So well, I also watched the news. And I'm very interested in all the other countries, what they're doing. I've been watching this thing with Greece and all these wars among the people there in Syria and the different places. And I know I'm quite elderly, but um, I also think that the Americans are in for some really hard times. Yeah, we're letting things happen, that's for sure. Well, having lived through one depression, when our motto was either make do or do without. Yeah, yeah, we've been a pretty spoiled country for many years. And we've been we? a very spoiled nation.
1: Well, Myrna, our time is up, actually, and so you've only got just a couple of seconds. You, 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 you love Jesus, it sounds like, tremendously, and the Bible means so much to you. you have a wonderful relationship with him, and you, you trust his grace, do you? and yeah. Totally
2: trust Jesus. Yeah. We can't work our way to heaven, is that right? No, <laughs> we can't work our way to heaven.
1: Thanks, Myrna, for sharing
2: your story with us,
1: and appreciate it. You're very welcome. Good night.